Good afternoon. As we come to worship today, the fourth stand of land, we are halfway, almost halfway done with our journey of land. But the readings today have two, three things I want to point out. One is judgment, one is darkness and light, and another one, our ability to read the hearts. When I, when I just come to this country, I began the, 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 like a, a tradition of watching TV. So I didn't like to watch TV, so, but I began watching TV in a way. And there was one show that I really loved. It was called Judge Judy. <laughs> and the only reason why I liked that show is the way she was grilling these people to get the truth out of them. She was a very good character. But now, judgment is not something we really like. No one likes someone who's judgmental. Because if you're judgmental, people are going to say, mm-mm, stay away from me. So, what's the problem? So we love Judge Judy, but don't like to be judged. In the readings today, in the first reading, what do we see? We see God is telling Samuel, not like you do I judge. I don't judge by appearance. I judge the heart. Then brings us the question, what is in your heart? What does God see in your heart when he looks at you as you? It's always very easy for us to say, oh, God loves us all. That's true. But when you go back to your home, back to your bed, and you're alone, ask yourself, what does God see in me when he looks to me today? Because the things we say, they matter, but the things we do come from our hearts. That's why we say, Jesus tells us, by your life, they will know that you are mine. What does our life point to? So this brings us to ask ourselves, how do we judge others? Is it by the way they appear, they're different from us? They don't speak like us? Or sometimes we be like God. We try to look in people's hearts. Because when God is judging us, he searches for the good out of us. Even if you know that someone has nothing good at all, none before God. God still looks at this person and searches out the good out of him or her because that's how he judges. So he's teaching us as Christians, when you go into our world, can we begin looking into people's hearts, their lives and see, then looking at their appearances. Then what we see is a prototype of our baptism. In the gospel today, this light and darkness metaphor comes out very powerfully in the Gospel of John. Light and darkness. The story begins with a blind man who was born blind. And what happens? The disciples ask Jesus, who sinned that this man was born blind? Because remember, when he did good, God was very nice to you. God gave you his favors. So there must be an explanation for each and everything. So if this man was born blind, he can't be more sinned, so maybe the parents. So if we know, well, the parents are very righteous, we say maybe the grandparents, because no one sees them. Maybe the great-grandparents sinned. We try to find reasons why this is so. But Jesus is teaching us, he says, no, 
This is as this because the glory of God is going to be revealed. Now, take a step back and ask yourself, in everything you do, what comes to your mind? Do you know that today, a new day God has given you, he wants his glory to be revealed in your life. God is seeking you to reveal his glory in your life today. He says, I want my glory to be revealed in your life. So, can we cooperate with God and let him reveal his glory in our lives? At times, we put us this blockage all the time. Oh no, you protect ourselves from anything. God is pushing you, you are saying no. He says, I'll keep pushing you because I want my glory to come out of you. So, he's telling us that the glory of God must be revealed in our lives. Then a debate begins because Jesus heals the man on the Sabbath. The light and darkness metaphor begins to come in now. So, we are having categories. We have the neighbors of this man. We have the Pharisees who have his parents. All of them are saying they have their sights, the physical sights, the eyesights. But we know that in life, we need both the eyesight and the knowledge, the insight into something. You know, sometimes when you read something, you don't understand it. You read it again and say, oh, I see. Now you get it. That's the insight Jesus is looking out from all of us. He says, can you see the way I see? So the, the neighbors are saying, oh, this man was born blind. They are trying to reject the fact that this man can see and someone has made him to see. Some the Pharisees. But what keeps us in this darkness? There are always three things. Hatred, fear, and pride. Those are the main elements that keep us in darkness. I refuse to accept the truth because I have hatred towards someone. Even if it's true, I reject the truth. I am in darkness. And my hatred has caused this situation. Then sometimes I refuse the truth because of fear. That's what the neighbors did. They were afraid of the, the, the Pharisees. They were afraid of being thrown out of, out of the temple because they're afraid. That's darkness engulfing them. Fear is another factor. Another time is our pride. So, but we see in the end, when Jesus restores the blind man's eyes, he also gives, them, gives him the sight to see who God is. That's why in the end, the man worships. He says, now I see. He says, the one thing I know, I was blind, I see, but now I also see who you are, the son of God, and he worships. He gets the insight. So in all this, Samuel has been anointing David. The reading tells us after the anointing, the spirit of God rested on David. This reminds us of our baptism. And today we have our families who are going to baptize their children. And Jesus tells the man, go and wash in the pool of Siloam, the symbol of water, God using water to bring the spirit into the life. These are symbols that God is using the created things we have to reveal his glory and beauty in us. So today we're asking ourselves, you and me, what is blinding me? What am I blinded to? How do I see? 
Do I see because of my own hatred? If so, God is telling us, darkness has been lifted. The light has come. And if the light has come, it's time to embrace Christ and say, we want to begin again. We want to start afresh because that's what God is searching for. So we pray for ourselves, asking God to help us as we think of our own baptisms, we also think of what God is doing in us and where he's asking us to see. He's asking us, what do you see? The Lord be with you.